0: Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. It is June, late June, as a matter of fact. Uh, Not a lot of news going on, so what we're going to do is a way too early prediction of what or who will make the Detroit Lions roster for this upcoming 2021-2022 season. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Sit back, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! We are back. It is late June. June 21st is when we're recording this. And what we will be covering on this podcast is we're going to be talking a little a little bit too, about too early probably, but nonetheless, always something that's on our minds, and that is the predictions for the, or I should say, predictions for the Detroit Lions depth chart. So a way too early prediction of the Detroit Lions depth chart. And it'll get us more just talking about the players and who's on the roster, like we've already been doing, but... You know, maybe a little more depth and cover some new things. Anyways, I'm Big Z. We got some of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got UJ. Hello, everybody. And Ruddog. Yo! And then you might see him chiming in every once in a while, but uh, our producer Kid J is sitting in the background, and Uh, but he might chime in here every once in a while as Kid well. J. He's a crush it, producing the podcast. The and <laughs> exactly. Um, So, you know, gentlemen, uh, we have a depth chart to go over here and it is majorly overhauled, especially in the defensive side, no doubt. Um, but there's been a lot of additions at wide receiver, the quarterback, obviously. So we'll go through a lot of that. Uh, my question to you guys is, do you want to start with defense or offense first?
1: With offense?
0: Yeah. Why not? That should be easy. All right. Yeah. But let's start with offense. I thought UJ would have said defense first just because he always says he wants defense to go on the field first during games. I do. Always.
2: That, you, <laughs> everyone knows. You know you never take the ball first. Yeah. Know. I would agree. Unless with that. it's overtime.
0: Yeah, but That's everyone a knows. Someone should <laughs> so tell Marty Mordenwig that, right? UJ?
2: Yeah, he no one told him before that, unfortunately. <laughs> That's too
0: bad. <laughs> All right. So let's start yeah. on the offensive side of the ball. Um, if you guys don't recall, Matt Stafford is no longer the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. What?
1: When did this happen?
0: Uh, happened a few months ago. (laughs) Um, Wow. But uh, anyways, we got a guy named Jared Goff at quarterback that we uh, haven't talked about enough yet on this podcast. (laughs) Um. So, and the and the other two on the roster currently at quarterback are Tim Boyle formerly the Green Bay Packers from the University of Connecticut, and then David Blau, formerly, well, I guess of the Browns for a little bit that we acquired for a seventh-round pick um, and started some games for us in the past. So that's three quarterbacks. My question to you guys is, do we roll with two or three quarterbacks here? And do, do you see us trading for one, or this is the group? Uh, let's explore that a little bit. It is a big position. We've had a lot of issues with the backup quarterback in the past few years. Uh, I'll, I'll start with you, UJ.
2: All right. Uh, my early prediction on that is that, that we're going to go with two quarterbacks. We're going to go with Goff and Boyle. And they're going to put Blau on the uh, practice squad. Hope no one claims them. Uh, uh, I, ju- I just, they have so many needs in other positions, I just don't think they're going to roll with three. I, I just don't think they have that luxury right now this year. So I, I think they're going to go with the two.
1: Run, dog. Yeah, same as you, Jay. Maybe we'll hold on to Blau on the practice squad or If he gets one of those like great preseasons where people want to trade for him for some late round picks, I wouldn't mind that. But uh, I think this Boyle has a little more upside. He's got a little more prototypical build, might be a, you know, actually give us a chance in games. I know Blau wasn't terrible, but, and I liked him a little bit, but I think this Boyle sounds like he's a little more promising. So yeah, two. And like UJ said, not enough, too many needs elsewhere.
0: You guys don't think David Blau has a chance to beat Tim Boyle as the backup on this team?
1: Sure he has a chance. Sure. But you know, <laughs> like one in a like one in a million? <laughs> no, a little better than that. Two
2: in a million. Hey, when he played uh was it two years ago when he played a lot uh in that, that one season, uh he actually showed signs of being a good quarterback. You know, yeah. he's young. He's developing. Uh, I I'm not trying to sell the kids short. We
0: all wanted to see him I, out there over Chase Daniel. I know that much. <laughs> oh God, yes. yes, yeah, absolutely. But it, uh, David Blau had even... a fantastic start to his uh, career. The first p- touchdown, the first pass was the, the bomb to Kenny Galladay against the Bears on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's hard to have a better start to your career than that. Um, the game went downhill slowly after that. But or no, they were up fourteen nothing. Then it went downhill after that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, but there's been a lot of good reports coming out about Tim Boyle um, that make him seem like he can be a competent quarterback. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with his mobility, but reports about his arm at least uh, are solid. You know, it, but this is in comparison to what we they've seen out of Chase Daniel from being a backup the last couple of years, which is and Chase and Chase Daniel, like we've been saying for a while now, is a terrible backup quarterback, and he still remains in the
1: league somehow. He's one of those guys who just floats around because he's got a great football IQ and is, is good in film room. I think I was not like not that good in the film field. room.
2: Like I want a guy who's good in the film room, right? Like,
1: <laughs> That's the <laughs> coach. I'd
2: rather have a guy who's good on the football field. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Uh, so we don't need to spend too much time in a quarterback position. Yeah. Group. Uh, I think we I'm, know who's starting there. I do think they roll with two though. I, I do think they'll expand. I predict Jared there.
1: Goff will be the starter.
0: It's a bold prediction. I'm, mm. I'm
1: being bold. I'm going on all in. Okay.
0: No so let's go over to running back now. So you have Deandre Swift, Jamal Williams, Jamar Jefferson, <laughs> dead Dredrick Mills, uh, on the roster here. What, what do we feel about the running back position? And do they bring in someone else like a Todd Gurley? That's been rumored for a while.
2: There's a good question. Uh, I, I I'm getting the feeling that Gurley is not going to be with us. Uh, you know, yeah, going on with him. I I just I just don't think that's going to happen. Personally, I think they're going to roll with the three running backs: uh, Swift, Jamal Williams, and uh, Jamar Jefferson. I, and I think don't don't sleep on the Jamar Jefferson kid. I think this kid's got something. So uh, I think we'll have like three young, healthy, stud running backs. It's it's going to be a great running back room. So uh, I, I mean. I,
0: yeah, go go ahead, Red Dog.
1: I mean, Dedrick Mills might have a chance to snag that third, but I also think it's going to be three. He offers something a little bit. He's a little bigger. Uh, uh m- more of a little greater. I mean, you got that Michael Warren, a couple bigger guys. It depends, you know, if they if they don't want just all smaller guys. I know. I mean, I know uh, Jamal Williams is a bigger guy too, but these guys are even bigger than him weight wise. So it could just be a different. Depends on what they will, or they're looking for, but we did spend a pretty high pick on Jamar. So, yeah, those three, I, I think that'll be the most likely. Did you say we spent a
0: high pick on Jamar Jefferson?
1: It wasn't a high pick. He was a seventh
2: no, round. No, he's pick. a seventh round pick.
1: You're you're right, but we drafted him. Let's just say <laughs> these guys are undrafted free agents and uh, guys who haven't been able to stick to a team so far.
0: Yeah, that, so that... I mean,
1: a, a draft pick's high.
0: Jedrick Mills, if you're not familiar, undrafted rookie for agent, 5'11", 220 out of Nebraska. Um, so, yeah. that, that's a little bit about him. But, um, yeah, I do I do think they are going to like what they see at Jamar Jefferson. Um, again, there's a lot of positive reports coming out. But, again, this is training camp where not a lot of hitting goes right. on. So, right. you never right. know. Um, DeAndre Swift and Jwell Williams definitely locked in at the roster. Jamar Jefferson, mm-hmm. I think, will be there. They also just signed Warren Michael. Um, so, Maybe that's a name that's thrown out there. Three seems like a good number, unless one of these guys, like a Dredrick Mills, finds a spot on a special teams. Like, we, we don't we don't yeah. know that yet. Uh, so oh, you're right. You're right, there. Z. There's a
2: good chance one of these guys, if they well, like him enough, they're going to put him on the special team. He'll, they'll make somewhere, you know, they'll find some use for him. So, and plus, we got Jason Cabinda, let's remember. Uh,
0: right. Well, that's what full we're full gonna. That's what we're gonna do next. Fullback. Okay. and, and okay. That, that is a list of one. <laughs> Jason Kibenda. <laughs> that's um, it. Yeah. But it could be. You know, if we look in the tight end group, like we were talking about, I think in the last podcast with Elise Mack or Brock Wright, can these guys be um, the fullback and like have have a little more flexibility and than like a Jason Gabinda who plays strictly fullback? Uh, there's not a lot of those in the league now. So basically the question is, does Jason come make this roster as a fullback? Yes or no. Well, Z what's your personal opinion? Come on. I'm going to say no, unfortunately for him. Uh, I, Hmm. I do think they are going to like, but man, it's tough to say just because I know Anthony Lynn really likes the ground and pound type offense. I, I would need to go back and look at what he's done with the chargers. Um, But I I think I'm pretty sure they carried a fullback for a while. So actually, you know, I'm going to change my mind. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I should have been more confident coming into this with my answer. uh, And then I'm changing it right on the spot. So I'm going to say, yes, he actually does make it. But if not, it's because one of the tight ends stepped up in training camp. Um, and took over that fullback spot. And they can also play tight end as well, so a little more f- roster flexibility. Yeah,
2: That's a fair statement, because I, I, that's kind of what I believe, too. I think Kaminda's going to make it because of his experience. Uh, but, you know, there's a chance some of these tight ends could do it, like Brock Wright or something like that.
1: Has that Charlie Tamp, and I've been thrown around as potential potential tight end, or a fullback, he just seems to fit the build a little more than some of these other guys at 6'3", like 245. That's a little cl- more classic fullback build.
0: What's that name again? But I haven't
1: heard charlie tampa he's a one-year guy
0: oh right 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 out of
1: portland i think we have he was on our, our uh practice squad last year wasn't he i remember seeing him right or, i don't know if i'm even pronouncing that name right it's probably it's tom Tomapoo. tom Tomapoo, right?
0: yeah Easy for you to say. yeah he-
1: <laughs> no it's not <laughs>
0: He's been around the league a little bit, out of yeah, right, like you said, out of Portland well, State. Six foot two, two forty four. Yeah, but he, I mean, this is his fourth team in the one in the one year. That's what I meant by he's not making the rosters. I, I mean, it would be a long shot for sure, um, but I mean, he is on there.
1: <laughs> he just fits the mold a little more of a classic pullback. That's all. The only reason I brought him up.
0: I gotcha. Um, but or did you did you give your prediction? Will Kabinda be on the roster? You said yeah, yes, right? I think he
1: will be on the roster.
2: Yes,
0: I do. I do,
1: too. I do, too.
0: Okay. So, I mean, naturally, let's move on then to the tight end position group, then. Okay. What do we think there? TJ Hawkinson no. making the roster? I think, I think he yeah. gets
1: cut after two practices.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's
2: he's a lock. Him and Fells are a lock to me. It's going to be the third tight end right. for that, and I think they're going to want to have a third tight end. I'm going with the Notre Dame kid. That's what I'm going. Brock Wright, I I don't know. He's got a feeling about this kid. I'm going with him. He's big, tough, strong. He's going to surprise people, so I'm just going with him. He's my guy. They
1: got a lot of bodies in camp, so it's going to be interesting to see. I I like the kid from Notre Dame as well. Call me a a little bit of a homer there. But uh, I think, yeah, like UJ said, locks for Hawk and and Fells, and then I'm going to call. Rock right for the the third
0: tight end spot. I gotcha. And and just going back really quick, uh the Chargers did not carry a fullback uh, the last two years, so I think that might be an indication that they don't. But then I look at the Saints roster; they carried one, so uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see which philosophy mixes better: does the, the Sean Payton one more, or is Dan Campbell leaning more towards the Anthony Lynn running philosophy? I
2: think they're going to do whatever they have to do to get this run game moving. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they feel this fullback, oh, right. someone's going to help it. That they're because this it's got to be priority one for this offense to make this running game work. It has to be.
1: Right. I
2: think Kabinda
1: will be as much part of the deciding factor as anything. If he looks like he is going to add enough value, lead blocking to the point where they don't just have their third tight end sometimes lead through the hole or something like that, then I think he'll stick around. But if Kabinda's not putting out in camp, then I think they won't have a problem going with maybe either an extra tight end or just no fullback.
0: Right, right. Uh, so you have T.J. Hawkinson, you have Darren Fells, Elise Mack. Um, has gotten a lot of you know, uh, at least it seems like they like him a lot to bring him in. Ah, uh, but I, I, I just see a lot of two tight end sets. I, that's why I think they're I gonna roll with four tight ends here.
1: I, mean, mm, I think Mac was the Notre Dame guy too, so I'll be happy either way. <laughs> I
0: I just see them using a lot of two tight end sets. A lot of they're going to run a lot of play action out of that. Um, one tight end goes down, you're going to need that assurance that you know you have multiple backups.
2: That's a bold prediction. There's Z. four tight ends.
1: Oh, bold. Right I I just
0: That's think true. they got some athletes in here, uh, and I I could see them carrying four because I I think a guy like I know we've said a, well a, what four. Hawkinson since it's our way too early predictions we, this is okay so exactly. Hawkinson Fells I will go Brock right and I'll I'll go Lee's Mac as well I think those four make the roster and that's because I think okay. of, and I'll stick with my previous prediction that Kbenna doesn't make it cuz one of those guys can also play fullback um these guys will have roster that flexibility that I was talking about in, in addition to playing uh, special teams as well uh for being the backup tight ends well, in support of so, your
2: argument, see that the tight end has become an extremely valuable position in the NFL lately. So, uh, right, you know, just from that angle alone, I, I can see them maybe keeping the four. But uh,
0: it, the bad part about this is that if we go with the, that prediction, then two of them are rookie tight ends playing backup. Which I mean, that's where you want them to be—is not starting probably as a rookie tight end. But at the same time, that's a big learning curve, and one of those guys, like Fells or Hopkins, yeah. But look at it down, this way—they're they're rebuilding. Come on, they're rebuilding. Mode. retooling Retooling, UJ. Retooling. I'm sorry. Did yeah, I say that wrong? Gosh, Come on. Man. Gosh,
2: Turner. You know, so they're going to go with the young, most promising talent.
1: You know, fair I don't enough. Is Elise? Least... I mean, go ahead. Okay. No, I'm done. Is Elise Mack a rookie? I have him as a one-year guy on the, the Lions website. Yeah, but, but I mean,
0: rough. I meant yeah. Well, he has one year of NFL experience from New Orleans, but I mean, he he's not a lot of snaps. He's 24 years old
1: he's pretty much like a
0: rookie yeah. in terms of his playing time, so Sure.
1: Two uh, inexperienced guys either way.
0: Um so the the tight end group will be one to really watch, especially uh the third and fourth string um heading into camp later this year. Uh for sure. But let's let's move on now. Let's move on to the offensive line. I, I can I can say with pretty good confidence that we know what the starting line will be in terms of Frank Ragnarow at center, left guard Jonah Jackson, right guard um big V, then right tackle Sewell and left tackle Taylor Decker. It's the depth behind those guys that's the more interesting conversation and who we keep. Uh who who's the guy I don't know why I'm drawing a blinker now on the lineman that uh that we've had for the past three years uh be back up Crosby? No not Crosby.
1: Van uh Nelson?
0: and not Abushi. Uh although Abushi is gone, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Nelson? No, not Matt. Not Matt Nelson. There's one more. Uh, I c- I can't remember him for the life of me. Right now, I'm gonna have to look it up. Dan while we talk.
1: Skipper.
0: It wasn't <laughs> Skipper. Is
1: he still on the
0: team? No, he's not still on the team. Uh, you know, oh. we'll bring it up later. But I uh, I think your prediction is wrong. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the death though. First of all, do we think Crosby will be there? That you know, Wait, you're making it
2: a big assumption here. That we the starting five is what you said. That's true. Big assumption. Is I'm going to differ assumption? on one position. I'd say right guards would be Logan Stenberg
0: <laughs> <laughs> No way. I would love it. No way. He would have to make. Don't say no way.
2: This guy's young. He's hungry. He's a beast.
0: I'm not doubting. He's going to young gonna and hungry. Destroy
2: people. He's going to crush people. They're going to have to like pick him out the field with shovels because they're going to be
0: flat. Just so That's our listeners be... know, <laughs> is this your real prediction or your fun prediction?
2: No, this is my prediction. <laughs> stay with it. He's a beast, the Kentucky monster.
1: I would love it if that happened. Yeah, though oh. I think it's gonna probably be more likely Big V. Okay,
0: anyway. I mean, so I mean, what about the backup, So that that that's where the real question is. So does Tyrell Crosby stay on the roster before the season starts? Yes or no? Uh,
1: it... Just dismissing UJ's prediction.
0: No, I, th- I think Crosby. I mean, didn't dismiss
1: dismiss it. I...
2: I think you keep Crosby for sure, if you can. Uh, They they may still try to trade him if they get a good deal, but I think he stays on the team. And he's a valuable backup, very good tackle.
1: I don't know that Matt Nelson, I could see. I I could see both of those guys making the team. You you need two backup tackles, I would think. I definitely think
2: Nelson, too.
1: I think Nelson and, and Crosby are likely to make it as the backup tackles. That's my prediction there guard's a whole different story man it's it's a lot it's not as obvious after you get past the like not to diss uj's prediction on logan stenberg but i'm not sure he'll even make the team
0: kenny wiggins kenny wiggins is the name i was trying to remember oh kenny wiggins yeah he would just be constantly plugged in there all the time it was very frustrating he's no longer there weren't
2: they rotating him in with uh
0: uh, Glasgow. Yeah. Glasgow. Yeah. One of the weirdest, that was the weirdest thing ever, but yeah. Um, I mean, so the, I mean the rest of our roster right now is Dan Skipper, Matt Nelson. I, I do think Matt Nelson did enough last year. Uh, and he's still so new to position that he stays around. Yeah. I think, I think they want to keep Tyrell Crosby. He's such a ve- The depth at often's line is yeah. I, I think him. if you lose him, it's so thin. I don't want to, I don't want to lose it. I would really rather keep him, especially our luck with offensive line. Big V's injury history. Right. I would really, really want to see him stay. Um, So, yeah, I agree. I
1: think, like I said, I think both those guys will stick. I think guard is the harder situation to sort of derive who the backup will be. There's, There's not as many obvious names in that pool. You got Stenberg there, but we don't really know where he's at in his development. and He had a long way to go technique-wise and polish in his game. So I'd like to see him at least make the team as a backup. But the rest of these guys, I don't really know anything about. They're a bunch of new guys for the most part.
0: Yeah, Evan Brown, he's been in the league a couple of years as a journeyman uh, guard slash center. Um, he, he may be, be able to stick. Uh, it's very likely he could pick up some veteran that gets cut uh around True. the league yeah, too. That could which happen. is always a case but I mean we, this is a roster our current roster prediction so um let, let's move on now. let's move on to wide receiver okay um since this is an early prediction we don't need to dwell on all these too too much i don't think no um so wide receiver this is the fascinating one this <laughs> because it is so wide open uh there's mm-hmm. Not a lot of money tied up in this group either. So it's not like if they keep one of these guys, it's a money monetary decision necessarily. Besides maybe like an Amon Ross Saint Brown, who's a high draft pick. I would consider high fourth or higher. Um so Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, Brashad Perryman. What yeah. do we we think he makes it, right? I I don't think, I think there's any doubt. Yes, I do
2: I do think so for sure.
0: Um, Tyrell Williams, I would I would say he's a lock pretty much. I, I don't I know how he wouldn't be a, a two. I know he's a
2: lock, but I think he makes it though.
0: What I I why wouldn't he be a lock?
2: Just because of the past history and things that have gone on him, injuries and such. Uh I mean, by all appearances right now, he seems good to go and everything. So but not, neither him or Perryman have lit it up in OTs, OTAs or, or minicamps. So however, we have such a need there. I, these guys are going to be on the team, I think. Well,
1: and he's that, got the most experience with Richard sure, Perryman. so
2: Yeah. But I, I, they're both going to be on the team. I agree. But To me, the one lock at receiver seep is Cephas, He, he. To me, he's a dead lock. To be I one agree. Of, one of our top receivers. I
1: what? think he will be. I, I'm making a prediction. He'll be the number one receiver.
0: I, I don't know how. I mean... Okay, I, I correct. I, I'll go back a little bit and say that there is a monetary thing with Tyrell Williams because I, he has a four point seven million dollar base salary for this year. That'd be a pretty big cut to take. Yeah. I, I think he's making a roster, no doubts about it. I mean Quintus Cephas, yeah. It seems like he'll make the. I wouldn't. I would say he's less of a lock than the other two for sure.
1: I don't know about I that. What have those What have those guys done in their careers to? I mean, suggest they're a lock. I mean, they've been around the league. What has Cephas they've...
0: done? To say for you guys, say he's young, lock. man. He's, he's a be, young, blooming
1: he's... talent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, he's... a draft pick. I don't want to misspeak and call him a high draft pick. I don't remember what round we got him in, but and I'll tell you what: for a
2: rookie, he had a really a decent season last year. For a rookie,
1: and he's going to the Hall of Fame, so I just don't see him getting cut. Yeah,
0: you don't want to cut <laughs> the Hall of Fame guys. I know you do. It... Uh, I mean. But it, you have Perryman, you have Williams, you have Amon Ross St. Brown. That's three already. And then you have Cephas, you have uh, Victor Bolden, who's made a lot of waves um, in training camp as well.
1: So, I, think I mean, that, that's Steve five. Is much receivers. more locked than Amon Ross St. Brown.
2: Oh, Amon Ross St. Brown is a total lock.
1: I would, There's he no had, way that did. Yeah, I could buy really more, no. more of a lock. No. is more of a lock.
0: Is that just because uh, of your biased know. love for him? I'll say for it's one reason,
1: my eyes, what I've seen.
2: One reason only is is this coaching staff drafted him, and they didn't draft Cephas. So if anything, that makes him more of a than Cephas.
1: Well, I <laughs> don't. He's not a guaranteed future Hall of Famer, so no. Honestly, I, 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 I wasn't joking. I predict that I could. I think a uh, uh, Cephas will be the number one receiver this year on the roster. He'll be in the depth chart. He'll be number one. I think Perriman or Tyre Williams will be number two and three in some order. Hmm. So I think this, I think he's that good. We'll see, but it'll be early prediction. It'll
0: be interesting to see uh, what happens with this wide receiver group uh, this year because they went with some speed with Perriman. Uh Williams can be have sp- a lot of speed if he's healthy. Uh, Cephas doesn't have that speed necessarily. Neither does Monroe St. Brown or Victor Bolden. Uh, you also have to throw in there Geronimo Ellison, who's who's back um, after being on the COVID. You know, he opted out of COVID last year. Um, he's and, a possibility to get on the roster, too. So, I, I, I'm I, just saying, after you get past Perryman, Williams, and um, Amon Ross St. Brown, that's already three wide receivers, I would say, are locks with this roster. And then maybe there's two spots for a wide receiver. And I wouldn't say yeah. Seamus is necessarily a lock. like those Well, Damian... Three.
1: Ratley was uh or Khalif Raymond is a little speedster who probably is gonna be in the kick return hunt, so he's probably got a little better chances of special teams. Right. But I think he's Um, I think
0: he's just because of his size, he's gonna have to show something.
1: On kick return.
0: Well, other than kick return. I mean
1: (laughs) he's a speedster, though. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you you gotta remember Goff was had some of his best success thrown to a guy like Brandon Cooks. Who is not big either, and he was just small and fast. So I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying he's guaranteed to be like Brandon Cooks or anything like that. But I'm just saying a guy like that can have a role in an offense that wants speed.
0: Yes, and I'm saying he has to show something in order to make the roster. Uh, All these
1: other than see that's the thing though. All these guys do like yeah, you can put you know, you know, credence in draft position and stuff like that. But that's the nature of what our receiving position at this time is that. Everyone is up for grabs, everything's up for grabs right now. This is everyone's battling. There's no established number one, there's no established number two or three, and so on. Like, this is all going to be forged out in camp. So, this is a wide open battle, and the best are going to come out on top. So, I mean, that's the awesome thing about this battle that will be fun to watch. It, there's no guarantees on how this thing's going to fall out, it's going to be shown on the field in camp so that's exciting i think that's gonna be fun to watch
2: yeah it will be for sure my my one dark horse for this group though is uh tom kennedy uh, he's been on the practice squad the last two years i think and uh <laughs> but uh, i don't know yeah uh, I, I read a couple of good things about him in camp so uh i'm not gonna Put this kid out of the equation just yet either. He's
0: the Jace Billingsley of this wide yeah. receiver group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the little white yeah. guy uh, that's hanging Pitch around that on the practice squad. The Danny
2: Amendola, the Brian Edelman, the guy. The little who's white that,
1: receiver that. who could.
2: Well um, or who
0: couldn't.
1: I have a question. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Depends
1: on who you are. But I have a question. So how many though? What do you guys see? Six or seven receivers? What 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 do you think the final number they're gonna carry?
2: I would guess maybe five only 5 mm-hmm. wow but on the active roster well
1: yeah. on the 50 yeah
0: i mean i would i would say uh i, I would i would think 5 too
1: But i'm talking yeah. about not active roster we're talking about like they carry on the team that could well be that's happy. the active roster
2: right oh, 53 I, man roster that's your that's your team
1: plus guys you activate, right? Isn't Well, tribe? but they they got to be in the uh,
2: practice squad or something after that uh, if they're so not in the 53 man roster. So
1: who was it? It was like our running our, our third string running back or fourth string running back last year was constantly inactive and they reactivate him. Was he on the practice squad when he was inactive? I felt like game day roster was cut down like you could be on the team but not be active for game day. Maybe I'm totally misunderstanding this, but
0: no, it's a yeah. It's a fifty-three active roster.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I so only five, huh? I thought they carry more than that.
0: Let's go to defense, boys. Like six. You want to go to defense?
2: I do. There's I no think defense. I think we've kind of said up about the offense. a lot of open. A lot of openness there, so it's gonna be a lot of competition. But let's let's check out defense.
0: All right, let's do it then, shall we? Let's. So let's start at. Defensive tackle, shall we? Um I think Levi Wunzarique uh is a guarantee lock just because of where he's drafted in the second round. Aleem McNeil yes. as well will be agree there. <laughs> it, it it would be surprising if uh neither of those guys made the roster, right? I, I don't know how they would. They're making point. that would be uh,
1: shocking. Uh, Michael really and
0: Michael Brockers as well, who we literally traded for. Uh, and took on a big salary. So. So you're gonna be
2: starting two rookies there, Big Z. Two rookies. And no, those are no my, Brockers. Roster.
0: Brockers is probably a starter. Oh, one, just one. A, of, okay, one of those guys. Make, yeah, we're yeah, we're just yeah. talking about who's making a roster here.
1: That's what we're. Talking and we gotta about. remember on this roster, like, are, it's we right, we're we're talking about a three-four, right? So
0: yeah, these
1: guys are more like actually like DNs than they are just true D tackles too. So that's something to consider.
0: Well, Ali McNeil is definitely a D tackle. I would say. Well, he's a
1: nose tackle for right. sure. Um, so are we talking Yeah, I'm just saying. So if we're talking just front, you know, three.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about a guy that's going to be playing nose or the three technique most likely here. That the lines up outside the guard and rushes. I'm not. I mean, there's scenarios where these guys might line up outside, but most of the time they're going to be inside.
1: Well, I'm picturing like uh, rockers to be lining up as a five technique a lot of the time over the tackle two gapping. That's what 3 He might be. The D, D ends they are D-tackles. They're saying 3-4 with our previous D-ends lining up like edge guys, outside linebackers in a 3-4. So that that would suggest generally your D-tack, your traditional D-ends on the inside will be bigger guys that will line up in five techniques over the tackles. You'll have a true nose tackle over the over the center. So I mean that then again, you know, Patricia kept saying 3-4 and we had basically a fourth five. I it didn't make any sense. But you know, I'm just saying it depends on what they eventually settle on. But I think someone's gonna be lining up in five techniques. And Brockers has that proper size. They like longer guys like him who are six five. And so he'd be expected to to two gap there on certain plays. But I do expect with all that being said, some of these guys like Brockers. And Andrique will also line up at three techniques sh- shading the outside shoulder of the guard at various times depending on the look. So I mean, I'm just saying, you got to consider what this new scheme is for how these guys are going to be used. Right. And I think five technique is going to be part of that.
0: And I, I think we can that conversation a little later um, as we get as he training camp and how they start utilizing some people. Um, but for sure, as far as who's going to make this roster, um, I mentioned those three. Now you have Deshawn Hand. Pennacini, Nick Williams, Kevin Strong. How many? How many D tackles are we carrying here?
2: That is so that's that's a good
0: question. I I that's get, sort of uh, where this comes in. Nick, Nick Williams. Um, I mean, there's Deshaun Cornell who has done nothing since he's gotten the lion, so I, I wouldn't consider him. But the more interesting question. Too. Yeah. the The more interesting question is Nick Williams, Deshaun Hand, or John Penasini. Yeah. How many? Well, of those
2: assuming Hand is healthy, he makes the team. I think. Uh, I think Nick Williams, I think is going to make the team too. I, I think strong might be the, the the odd man out this time.
0: What about Pennesini?
2: Uh, I, I, Penicini, I think makes it. I, I do. So I, I do. They're going to have two nose type tackles. Pennesini great run stuff. Yes. He's not a great penetrator, but Aleem is a great penetrator and they're going to need nose tackles in this defense. And the, the only really two on the team is them. I know Brockers or someone could switch over if they had to, but, uh, you know, the traditional big dude, you know, 330-pound guy. We got two of those guys, I think they are both make it on this team. I,
0: I don't think city is going to make the roster, if I had to guess.
2: You don't like him. So, <laughs> What did he ever do you,
1: Big he, Here's You here's he, didn't thing. like
2: him last year, either.
1: <laughs> what I was just talking about, <laughs> about our scheme lineup, no. when you look at it, if you don't look at it as D tackles, all I, I'm picturing something like six guys, where you'll have two five-technique-type guys who can – also line up as three techniques you'll have two true nose tackles the only competition for nose tackle really is Alim mcneil Pennicini, and there is one guy
0: who charles charles harris minutes. from the falcons charles. former d tackle uh, uh, and then you have brian yeah, price um
1: brian price was the other one where's charles harris is even on the on the website
0: well, I mean, he he's definitely signed with the Lions, uh, at least. For, Did that, was that a theory. recent
1: signing? I must have missed it, I guess. But
0: uh, anyway, so, so
1: I'm just saying, you're going to have to have at least two true nose tackles on the roster. I think Penesini is going to make it as the, as one of those two guys. Um, he's just so stout. He's not going to pass rush very much, but he's he's very stout at the point of attack. And those guys are just meant to eat space. Uh, the best I ones guess. can add a little pass rush, but you know. The minimum you want out of a good nose tackle on a 3 4 he holds up that center and two gaps him. And I think, I think Pennistini has shown that he's capable of doing that. So, I mean, you know, this is too early. Campbell bear it out, but I think he makes it. I also think, uh, hand makes it along with, uh, Williams and just from what, kind of it. Just from like second
0: string. Just from what we drafted, uh, with Ali McNeil and L- Levi Wundzirike, um, just more. And with hands athleticism, I, I don't think is going to fit what they want out of this defense. That's why I don't think he's going to make it. I, and I bet he gets cut, and the Patriots side him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I had to make a yeah. too early
0: prediction, that's what I think is going to happen. I, I just don't think he fits what they want out of their defense going forward. I, I don't think he's a super athletic Freak like they uh, have shown like they no, in right. the middle. You
2: may be right because um, they do want interior pass rush, and he does not fit that bill. I,
0: I, I think I don't think he had a good year last year. <laughs> the whole defense was bad, and I, I
1: don't he think was he a was a rookie. He yeah, I think he, maybe expected. he
2: stood out just because the defense was so bad. But he he stood out as not being
1: I, I as bad, <laughs>
2: you know, like. He wasn't that bad last
1: year. He wasn't. And He did things better than I thought he was capable of doing. He impressed me based on my expectations. I had low expectations based on his athletic traits, but I, he stood out a few times chasing the ball a little outside of his box. All
0: right. right. Let's.
1: I mean. Sorry.
0: No, yeah. I was going to say, let's move on now to the defensive ends. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so defensive end, we have Trey Flowers, Romeo Quara. I think those yep. are locks. Yep. Um, Definitely. For certain. Um, yep. I'm not going to throw the linebackers in there like Aquara's brother right now. Or No, no we got to throw won't. him in there.
1: They're gonna play the same position. Probably.
0: Yeah, you got to throw Julian. Yeah. In. You want to yeah. consider him outside linebacker category? That that that's what I. Well, see, you know, uh,
1: that's what's confusing here is is they're saying these guys are gonna line up like line outside linebackers in a three four, dropping into coverage from time to time. But I think right now, for the
2: sake of this argument, we should consider them defensive ends and leave it at that. And then, because you know, the linebacker group is actually somewhat separate from these guys.
0: So let's so just. Let's let's throw in Aquara, Julian Aquara, the Aquara brothers, then. Yeah, Um, for
2: sure.
0: Austin Bryant. He's hung hung around for a while with that shoulder. I'm not
2: feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I
0: wonder how much insurance money he's gotten. uh, You know, with this guy, or how much? I don't know how. I've always wondered, like, if you're injured, like an Austin Bryant or like Deshaun Cornell was last year. (laughs) Do they get the full sailor? I've never understood how that works. We'll need to get somebody on here. Let I think you know they do. That, I don't
1: know. But... There's not a lot of competition at the position currently on the roster, unless you start to merge the linebacker room a little bit with guys like Jamie Collins, who can line up on the edge, right? And yeah, but, or Barnes did some of that in college, but I don't see him doing that here. Those are the, uh, those are the
0: two two true DNs plus maybe Austin Bryant, and that we can say so. Yeah, uh, let, let's own uh, the us, let's own the yeah, linebackers it, now then too. So we have Jalen Reeves-Mabin, Derek Barnes, Jamie Collins, uh, Robert McRae, uh, uh, Sean Hamilton, Anthony Pittman, and then Anzalone, and, and, and Alex. Yes, yes, yes. Alex Anzalone, Anzalone. as well. He's got the best hair It'll of anybody <laughs> I've ever seen. It is flowing. He's got the flow going for sure. Uh, not, I yeah. mean, Tavai's got the flow too. You don't like, you don't, you don't think the flow is quite the same.
2: Well, his is more smooth and luxurious. Like you'd more want to run your fingers through it than like Tavai's <laughs> is, is sort of like uh, you know rugged, pinkier, I guess. Any, I don't know. Anyways, what the, <laughs> <laughs> where it is, but he um, uses Prell. I think he uses Prell. You he, he should do commercials.
0: So, I mean, we've had a lot, we had a lot of conversations. What two weeks ago or last week um, about Tavai? Does he make this roster? Yes or no? You're way too early. Prediction. I think he
1: does. I think he does make the roster. I'm not sure he'll start, but I think he'll make the roster.
2: This is a, an ultimate edge guy right here, like riding that fence, man. Uh, he's gonna be so close. Uh, I think I think he makes it though. I do think he makes it. We'll see. I mean, just, as yeah. far as starting, he's not gonna start. I think it'll be uh, Collins and Anzalone, and I see. Well, I think we'll see starting to see a lot of Derek Barnes as the season goes on.
0: Right. And I, I, if I had to predict, I would say, I guess, just looking at the current roster that, yes, he might, but it'll be like the last one to make the roster. It'll be yeah. right. Uh, there's not a lot of
1: comp- not a lot of competition in that room. I mean, you got this guy, Reggie Gilbert, who I don't know much about, but he's a three-year pro. Uh, he's a little bigger too, like Tavai. I mean, there's just not a lot like Devontae Beckett. He's like a mini man at 5'11", 220, a rookie. I Just don't know. I mean, he'd look good in college but playing Marshall, but I mean,
2: and, Ma- and Maven makes it because and mo- mainly because he's yes. a great special team special player. teamer. But,
0: and I think he'll find a better role in this defense, at least, I, uh, kind of like if you again uh, that if you read about a- Alex Sanzaloni and their plans for him, I think Reeves Maven kind of fits a similar mold there as well. I don't think he's ever been given that. It sucks for Re- Reeves Maven, too. He's, he was in the the. Patricia defense the last few years because he never Yeah, no kidding. He never right. was a linebacker that was supposed to fit in that system.
2: It's gotta be encouraging I, to him though that they gave him a two year contract. Yeah. And they must they of must course. see enough in him to to like him. So I think we may see a little more of him in, in on the I, field.
1: I could see him get, finding a role as like a nickel linebacker, sort of like how they used uh <laughs> uh Killebrew for that short period of time and then he just they just stopped doing that for whatever dumb reason, but like he's got that smaller build. He's a good mover. He can cover decent. And so I could see him being thrown in in certain packages where they want an extra linebacker instead of a safety, but who can cover a little better.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Derek Barnes, I think, yeah, we have a lot of hopes for him. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, I could see him starting by like midway through the season. Yeah. It'll sort of be- like Levy did. <laughs> I think he'll get early reps.
0: Like it's been for the uh, past few years. Uh, it'll be a very interesting group to see how it turns out. And hopefully, yeah. it won't be like the past few years in terms of production.
1: <laughs> hey, Big Z, uh, just to throw back the previous position real quick, because you, you mentioned Charles Harris as our yeah, nose tackle he's competition, a DN. but he's a DN. Right. He's only yeah, 250
0: my bad. Yeah, that's but, my bad. I
1: mean, better in presence at DN who might you know knock off like Austin Bryant or something. But let's go back. I just wanted to bring that up because
0: I noticed that. No, thank you for pointing it out. Um, let's go to cornerback now. Uh, we have Amani Warrior. Obviously, you have Akuda, but then you have uh, Quentin Dunbar as well. Mike Ford, mm-hmm. he's still sticking around. Yes. Uh, um, a few others Jerry Jacobs, Elijah Holder, AJ Parker. Uh, if he is listed as a cornerback on here, If he uh the third rounder that we drafted so what do we think here at corner although i don't know where if he's gonna play <laughs> i wouldn't that's why i was i don't know if he's cornerback or wherever he's gonna fit here but uh
1: i wouldn't be surprised if a warrior are we just doing roster or are we talking about starting lineup roster okay <laughs> i think if he's gonna definitely make the roster whether right, it's sure. as Absolutely. a safety or a cornerback Whatever it turns out to be, I know he's listed. He's just a DB on the roster right now. Yeah, and you have a He's Too gifted, yeah. yes, Kuda. A warrior.
0: Uh, if he, I think Quinton Dunbar is going to make it. I really like him. Uh, yes.
1: I, yeah, I, I think he You'll even, he'll actually. I could see him actually starting across from a warrior early in the season. Yeah, it would Okuda not surprise. really shows. Yeah, like, I mean, he's got that veteran, him and Awarie and are like probably our two most tested vets now <laughs> at cornerback.
0: Yeah. Right. As long as Awarie is not left uh, to his own devices like he was against Devontae Adams uh, in the game at, yeah. at Detroit last year, that the first play of the game was so bad. <laughs> Uh, true. I mean, he was in no man's look. Land. This is a new, like, like a lot of things. If you go into Pride of Detroit, uh, they had an article about how Akuda was left in like the worst position of any cornerback throughout the season on a regular basis. If in comparison to other cornerbacks, in terms of how much help he had, uh, they, they truly left Akuda and their cornerbacks in general on an island. That, that was kind of what the Patriots have done with like Stephon Gilmore, but. Yeah, and and others in the past, uh, but it was a rookie cornerback they put way too much faith in. Uh, yeah, with no
2: with no pass rush. Yeah, right, and and a, good good and, and a <laughs> nagging injury that
0: they refused to address. Uh, so, yeah. anyways, uh, getting off getting off topic a little bit there, but uh,
1: <laughs> Corn Elder,
0: Corn yeah. Did you
1: mention Corn Elder? I did not. Five-year mention year Corn
0: Elder. Uh, <laughs> he, he he could stick around, I guess.
1: Yeah, a great I name. I mean, great been, name. We don't really. What? What about? I mean, he looks like a sort of like a potential for the nickel back. I mean, we don't have like a proven nickel corner,
0: right? It's, it's so roster. hard to make these predictions and not knowing how our defense operates yet. Uh, yeah,
1: under the new true. Oh, absolutely. Coaches. So that's why these are way too early. Way too early <laughs> predictions. <laughs> predictions.
0: Uh, so we have two more spots before we go to the special teams, uh, which will go fast. So. Free safety and strong safety, but really we can just put these two together. Probably Safeties. Tracy
2: Walker's a lock, mm-hmm. He's a lock, absolute lock. Yes, uh, Harris, Harris, that's going to be the interesting one. But I, I expect right. a better performance out of him with this new coaching staff. I mean, this kid obviously can't get in worse. Can't get He's been worse. horrible in his first two years at the Lions. He's been horrible, but yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt with this new coaching staff. This is cause he's gonna turn it
0: around. I think I'll make the team. That's drinking the you're drinking the Kool Aid, dude. That's it. what I do, man. <laughs> I drink a how, lot of Kool Aid. All right. How
1: many safeties do you think will carry? I
0: think if he's gonna ultimately be like a safety type, he can be
1: a backup there. Maybe. I agree. I with think that's reason. where he's gonna
0: exceed. That's why I was surprised to see him listed as a cornerback right now. Yeah, but uh, I think he hey, him as a DB as
1: a on the official website. Oh, I got so you. So sort of that, like undecided there, basically.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and then CJ. i like to see CJ Moore than...
1: stick around. hmm he, but...
0: yeah, he's pretty reliable. Uh, then he he's been scrappy. The other names in this list: Bobby Price, Dean Marlowe, Godwin Ibuki, Ibuki, uh, Jalen Elliott, D'Angelo Amos. I do not know a lot about those people, to be quite honest with you. So
1: Dean Marlowe yeah. was our biggest signing at the position. Uh, a somewhat proven vet i don't know i can see him starting across from tracy walker who i think is guaranteed to be starting uh this year maybe not guaranteed but i think four i think
0: think they go with four at the position um four or five but when you say four or five that's also like dime and nickel packages so i think mike
2: ford uh i know we mentioned him i think he makes the roster
0: yeah I, i i would agree with that uj he's been a really reliable like Emer- yeah. emergency starter
2: and he's gotten better i mean the more time he's been every he just seems to improve all the time so yeah i definitely think he's in to do,
1: do you know much about bobby price I'm just looking at his build six three, two fifteen. 215. He's only a second year pro or all well, this will be his third year i guess I, I don't just don't know much about him because uh, they might like that size if he's a decent player
0: i i, I don't not i do not know much about him road dog yeah
1: yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty interesting room of nobodies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the defense, it's gonna have some work, and uh, we have those extra first round picks in the future to address uh, maybe some of these uh these issues. <laughs> but hopefully, we can uh, scheme around it this year, um, and win that Super Bowl. It's an interesting
2: jumbo talent they put together on this team so far, but I think there's enough talent there to put a uh, a, re- a pretty respectable team
0: on the field if they can coach them up. Agree. Definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, the coaching staff is strong. So if I do think they There's are a talent. few there. elite talents away from making this an elite defense, but they can make it manageable. And also you have to think about it. Like th- I think this really starts on the offensive side of the ball where if they can control the run game and limit the amount of time that the defense is on the field. Yeah, that'll be the big difference maker throughout the year.
2: Absolutely. If we're going to oh. make an all-too-early prediction, though, I'm going to predict that our defense finishes, I'd say, but somewhere between 15 and 20 mm. in the league. Mm. I think we go from rock bottom to somewhere in the middle, 15
0: to 20 range. The arrow's either going to stay even or go up. So <laughs> with oh, our, yeah, <laughs> I so. can't go down. <laughs> well, I think they're going to be between
1: 10 and 15. Oh. What do you think of
0: that? I I, I think anywhere. And like the, Wait, hold on. like the 18 to 23 range would be good. So yeah.
1: it'd be yeah. a massive improvement. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, mean, I think they're very capable of having a, you know, at least, uh, you know, middle of the road defense, you know, in then in the NFL, so. but you know, like
0: yeah, in the Patricia days, like he tried to establish a run, God damn it. And he never did. And the defense is yeah. on the field constantly. It, I want all the all the you know scoring that we did was usually on big plays, uh, and the defense. Right. So even when you have a big play, the defense is out there again for several minutes at a time. So especially when you're playing, Ben don't break defense. So
1: right, Do you I think Patricia know. was just like constantly running LeGarrette Blount and Adrian Peterson? Just like I just don't get it. These guys were good. Why isn't this working?
0: I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody I just knows. don't think we're going
1: to run an old guy at running back, so that'll help.
0: That will help. So let's go on really quick to the last part. That is special teams. So you have the punter, Jack Fox. Currently no competition lock. for him.
2: Absolutely. Lock. Lock.
0: Absolute lock. Um, then you have the place kicker, Randy Bullock and Matthew Wright. Uh, I would say Randy Bullock would be a lock just based on
2: I'm not saying any lock here. I don't think any lock at kicker right now. Bullock's got the experience and he's definitely the favorite. I'm not I'm not predicting a lock
1: in. I a could see a signing a guy at some point. you uh, know like that's how yeah. I'm sure I am. I don't think either of these guys are sure things. Yeah, I, I'm I guess it Bullock because he's shorter.
0: <laughs> and he's a veteran. He's been around for a while kicking. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Wright's the undrafted rookie. Uh, it'll it'll be weird without Prater there, though. He he, he got us out of a lot of uh, tough spots. I know he, he didn't did. have a great year last year, but still, when it, when it came to a clutch kick in the fourth quarter, he drilled it almost every time. Yeah, I'm going to miss the yeah. guy. I'm going to miss him. I Me like too.
1: him. It's too bad because it's not like his kick mattered much last year anyway.
2: But the most yes, important yeah. prediction is Mulebach going to be on the team. Right. Yeah. There. Is. Is
1: that, that's an obvious answer. Yes, of course. <laughs>
2: well, hold on now. He's a long snapper I, this, from Notre Dame. This coaching staff oh, no. might realize that he's the last guy that was on the team with Bobby Lane, yeah. and, and the curse is still going on. <laughs> Bobby and if, Lane. So, if someone actually realizes that, you know, they might. He's
1: actually a vampire. They might get him he's off the He's been around team. for 100 years. Uh <laughs> they might.
0: Right. So wait. Just a quick yes <laughs> or no. Does Mulbeck make the roster? Yes or no?
1: Yes. UJ? Yes. <laughs> I
0: think he does.
1: In way too early predictions. I'll say absolutely. yes too.
0: I'll say okay. yes too.
1: Right. Death taxes and Don Mulbeck, baby. Right. Yeah.
0: Alright. So that I mean we just went through the whole roster there making our way too early predictions. Uh so and we are, we are at the, about the 50 minute mark here. So I think, uh, that that's a good, uh, for late June to wrap it up here. Hey, can uh, I
2: just add something Z? Can I just add something?
0: Wait, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I guess. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt <laughs> you, but, no, but
2: no, uh, I just, I just want to say for you Lions fans, this is, these are the slow times right now. And, uh, it's tough being a Lions fan. You know, we're pulling up all kinds of websites, look, any a glint of news here or there. Just, just. I'd say right now pull up anything you can on Dan Campbell on YouTube and everywhere else. It's very fun to watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, I think this guy is just going to be, uh, it's, he's just going to add so much life. Did to you like him in so. the motorcycle
0: helmet? UJ? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I love the it racing all, helmet.
2: I, One of the two, this guy, I'm t- just telling you, there, there's a lot of entertaining stuff out there. You know, he's not, he's not popular with everybody. Uh, some people don't like him too much, but uh, I think he's gonna add a lot of uh, animation to this team, it's gonna be a lot of fun,
1: and so, of course, tune in to watch us or listen to us.
2: Oh, well, of course, what <laughs> I'm saying, but I'm saying just you know, if you're looking for something, anything to you know, get your Lions fix, uh, go on YouTube, look for Dan Campbell stuff, a lot of fun,
0: absolutely. That's all, that's all. So, oh, yeah, Lions fans, thank you very much for listening to us in the middle of June. Here we appreciate it greatly. We know you're listening because you want you, you you can't wait for this upcoming season like us. So oh, we just can't
1: wait. Oh yeah.
0: We we want to thank you very much for listening. Instagram drinking the blue aid. Twitter at drinking lions. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We'd really appreciate that, and please leave a review. We really appreciate that, positive or negative, whatever you know, whatever you're feeling. But we really appreciate the review nonetheless because uh, we take it and we try to uh, make it better so thank you everybody for listening and last but not least as always go, go. Oh, Lions. Yes. forward down the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave
1: Hand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard,
0: win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame.
1: Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go! Go.